recording live from Skip Bayless Suicide Watch 2017. It's the Seahawks Nest Quick Shot. As in a bunch of people sitting around watching Skip Bayless hoping he commits suicide. No, no. As in like uh, a bunch of people uh, trying to make sure that he's not so sad from the Dallas loss that he's literally dead. Uh, I just picture it like being the crowd in tire or uh, rubber. Yeah, I'm sure he t- he spun it around, said, "This is what I expected. This is what I knew would happen." It's Skip Bayless. Yeah, Skip Bayless is a is a living meme, uh, and he he lives only to infuriate fans of literally everyone, every team. It's true. All right, well, we're gonna cover two games this week, and we're gonna take our sweet time. So, how about this one? This oh, one's got. Wait, real quick. So um, we all went two and two last week. Yeah, I I on very different this. games. Yeah, well, we all were different on every game, so it's. I'm still the playoff champion, though. <laughs> Are you what, what? You're like one game up I, right I'm now. A, I'm one game up on you, Nate. <laughs> All right, here we go. So we're gonna let's see if we can split the difference this week and maybe make the Super Bowl matter. All right, the uh... <laughs> <laughs> add some real stakes to the game. Yeah. So uh, we got Patriots Steelers. Patriots favored by six at Gillette Stadium. Uh, a lot of people are are really. Uh, banging this like narrative that the Steelers can come in here and move the ball really well. Um, New England seems like the most complete defense left in the playoffs. What do you guys think? Complete defense? You think so? Well, we're com- let's look at it's who either we're com- them look or at- Pittsburgh. Look at who we're- DVOA, they're the second best. I was going to say, look at who we're comparing to in terms of defenses here. we got Steelers, Falcons, Packers. There's no Seahawks in here. There's no Ravens. There's no There's no defensive juggernaut. I just feel like the Steelers are, are really coming into their own on defense. Uh, this... This matchup what, is what, what they're finding their identity as like literal assassin uh, dirt bags. Yeah, assassin dirt bags. They're they're just really fully embracing it as opposed to ninety percent embracing it. I feel like these are two teams that a lot of people in the Pacific Northwest hate. These are two teams that I hate. I don't have any respect for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I feel like they can beat the Patriots. I think the Patriots are going to win by nine. Yeah, seems fair to me. Uh, Kevin, what, what do you like in the uh, in the Patriots Steelers game? I think that um, the best entity on the field is whatever Tom Brady's doing. But you know, I honestly don't think that New England's defense can stop Pittsburgh's offense. But Pittsburgh offense did a pretty good job of stopping Pittsburgh's offense last week against Kansas City. You know, they had to settle for a lot of field goals. They didn't really finish off drives. There's a a half-nothing controversy, the whole Tomlin-Antonio Brown thing, that maybe serves as a distraction. But, you know, I... There was that interception in the end zone. Yeah. that's that's You don't want to do that. But, A, Kansas City's defense is much better than New England's. And B, I think that was Pittsburgh getting their clunker out of the way. I think Pittsburgh's going to win Kansas this one. Is Kansas City's defense much better, though? I mean, yes, their pass rush is far better. In weighted DVOA, they they're worse, and in just regular old DVOA, they're not much better. Like Kansas City's 14th, and New England is 16th. Like New England's defense um, is worse than it was to start the year. Uh, health has taken a factor and also losing Collins and there and Kansas City's defense was healthier in that game than it had been down the stretch. So I think the version of Kansas City's defense that took the field last week was better than the version of New England's that will take the field this week. I think that's fair. All right. So Kevin, you're going to, who are you going to pick that? I'm picking Pittsburgh. Okay. Well, but I wouldn't is, be surprised if I was wrong. This will be one area where we, uh, separate and, uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to take 
the New England Patriots. It's hard to bet against the hoodie, I understand. Um, and this is the thing, Kevin. I completely disagree with your uh, defensive DVOA statement uh, that their defense, that New England's defense got better. Weeks 1 through 4, their defensive DVOA is 10.7, and they rank 27, 28th in the league. Weeks 5 through 10, they were negative 2.7, ranking 13th. And weeks 11 through 16, they were negative 12 for 6. They actually got better as the season went on. And I, I think, stand corrected. And then this is the this is the thing for for me is the, that's what New, the difference is. New England, I think, is the best defense left in the playoffs. And uh, maybe the best offense. Pittsburgh's offense is the other. <laughs> they're, they're a juggernaut also. And Atlanta's offense is I was about to say Atlanta's offense is the, really good, The too. offenses are all good. Yes. Uh, the, pro- the problem is I think that New England's defense is just a little bit better. And they're going to play this game on their home field. Pittsburgh is the one team that... This is why I like your pick still. Pittsburgh is the one team that is going to go in there and believe they can beat New England in New England. I don't think any other football team steps on that field and really believes that unless they're Aaron Rodgers or this team. Like those are the yeah. only. Two. Everyone else is probably intimidated by the home field. Or Denver, you know, obviously, but they yeah. weren't in. They weren't in. But they and were, their quarterback situation Denver's defense was sad. knows they can play with them, but they. But even in the back of their heads, they probably would have been thinking, you know, our quarterback's Trevor Simeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they would know. So. Uh, I but I really like New England in this spot. I think the New England's a very very good football team, playing very good. Um, I'm a big, obviously, I'm a big believer in the hoodie. And uh, you know what? New England lost both their games at home this year, so maybe the that isn't even as big a factor as I'm making it out to be. But that's where I'm headed right Who's now. Who's your key player in this? For me, it's Lev Bell. I think if Lev Bell has a game, then the, th- that's where this can. I turn. don't even understand this Levian Bell thing. It's like Levian Bell, like the way he runs. It's it's. There was a couple times in the last game where he got stuffed on runs, and it was like, yeah, because he's just standing there. Like he does this thing where he just stops in the hole or whatever. And it's he has a way of that he waits for his blockers. It's like a sneaky run. Yeah, he's, yeah. It's like uh, yeah, um, Warwick Dunn he used to do this all the time because Warwick Dunn was this, roughly the same size as Muggsy Bogues, and so he, <laughs> he was would a little guy hide behind his line and kind of wait for people to shuffle, and then he would take a hole, slip through, and then burst. Lev Bell's not that small though. So it is kind of weird to see him doing it, but hey, man, the results speak for themselves. Hey, don't forget, Pittsburgh, uh, New England beat up on Landry Jones in week, week seven this year. <laughs> Thanks. I, that game, I, I looked back at that game and I was like, this is worthless information. It is. Like, it's just, it's not been wrong. On all levels, it's worthless. And not only that, but last year, last week, New England really busted out Deion Lewis. They took the cover off the Ferrari, so to speak. Yeah, they, they, they kept him for the for that game. Yeah, yeah but, but Ryan Shazier will do something dirty and injure him LeGarrette, anyway. So. LeGarrette Blunt didn't even have to play in that game. And then I, I expect he won't have to play in this game either until, yeah, right, Shazier or Harry, Harrison, like, rip his arm off in a play or something because they're super dirty. Yeah, I'm glad Greg Williams went to that division. That way they have all the dirtiest defenses. All right, and so, then Baltimore that's just good. So we got Kevin on the Steelers and us on the Patriots, and I expect that suspect that will be a very entertaining football game. It should be. We head over to the NFC for a closer line. The Atlanta Falcons are favored by four and a half against the Packers. Uh, what do you... What do you oh, the over and under on this, by the way, 61. That's extremely That's high an exciting runner. game. That's that they are expecting fireworks here. And I'm sure people are pounding the over too. I was about to say, what does this game and uh, a 70s Clint Eastwood movie have in common? It's what? gonna make your day. Uh high likelihood of a shootout. Oh, I was gonna say oh, I, I was gonna say it makes me uncomfortable because there's some kind of weird, creepy uh like... No, that would be uh that would be the New England Pittsburgh <laughs> game with a weird creepy rape scene. Yeah, it's like uh... it's like plenty of some movies always have something in there in them that makes me like uncomfortable older ones. Yeah, that's Ben Roethlisberger. That's so, yeah, that's wrong definitely, yeah, wrong you, one. You, you zigged when you should have zagged on that one. Uh who's taking this game first? Uh I'll go ahead and do it. Alright, hit it, Kevin. 
Um, this is a matchup of two offenses that are dragging defenses along with them. Um, the Packers offensive line actually showed some holes, uh, in the last game, but, and it was, it was against a Dallas team that is a little banged up in the secondary and their pass rush has not been very good all year. Uh, we talked last week about the, um, Falcons and the way their pass rush is artificially propped up. Their counting numbers are better than their pressure numbers, but I still feel like they can get some pressure. I still feel like, um, I feel like it's going to come down to the run game in this one too. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that Green Bay can put the clamps on Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. But they haven't really shown that great ability. Green Bay was surprisingly good in the run game in the last game. I mean, they didn't run a lot, but when they did run, they were effective. Rapowski got six yards of carry. Montgomery had 4.3 yards of carry and the two touchdowns. I mean, they, but Dallas hasn't been able to stop the run that well this year. Yeah. They've been, they've been hit or miss. They're much better against the pass than against the run for sure. Uh, yeah. And they suffered again injuries. Uh, was it Mo Claiborne went out in the first half of the game? Dallas should have won. Barry Church played like crap. Let's be honest. Dallas should have won this game. They they should Ezekiel Carrot Elliott instead of having twenty two carries should have had like something like forty two carries. Even when they're down six, eighteen, I don't understand it. It's the first half. Pound the rock. Don't lose your identity just because you. And Dak Prescott looks shaky. Like he, he looked, looked like a like, rookie in a quarterback. He like game. a rookie in a really important in a game. Playoff sure. game, yeah. It's. I mean, I don't want to say Romo would have won because I have no idea. And I honestly, Dak Prescott in the second half was impressive. Yeah, he he improved, but. Uh, Aaron Rodgers called it when he said, you know, experience counts, and Dak found that out the hard way. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has been on his game. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, that that throw on the sideline, I think there's maybe, like, two other people on earth who can make that throw. That's That throw was insane, running to the left across his body like that, 35 yards down the field. The combination the of accuracy spot. and arm talent was nuts. The arm strength, just the raw arm strength. And the thing is, Aaron Rodgers, too, when he, when he throws it, too, you know, he's just looking around like, like yeah, I did that. It's not even... It, it's, it's, he's so cocky about it. It's not even it. a thing. You almost hate him, but you kind of can't hate him. Yeah. Yeah, but you knew the minute that ball left his hands it was like oh this is first down right and there's a guy and i mean he's throwing to geronimo allison like it's not like he's throwing to <laughs> yeah i mean that big pass matters. was to jared cook jared cook geronimo that's not allison. great like these who are richard rogers i mean geronimo Hell, allison was really good for the university of time, time montgomery like it's just it's a bunch of guys that you know you just they none of them are really the guys you'd expect you know the guys you'd expect to be like the best guys but here we are. So I'm I'm picking Atlanta. I'm also picking Atlanta. Atlanta. If Jordy Nelson was healthy, I would be more tempted to pick Green Bay. But it's looking like he won't play, and I think that's definitely enough to give the edge to Julio Jones. Why are you picking Atlanta? Picking against Nathan? picking against the hot streak of the uh, Packers is uh, is is tough. But I mean, you're also picking the hot streak of the Falcons. The Falcons have also won five consecutive games. So it's not like this is only one team coming in hot. They're coming in hot, too. Their last loss was a one-point loss to the Chiefs. It's not like it's an embarrassing loss. And that, that loss was the one where they, they had the two-point conversion with that the Chiefs ran back. Oh, the return yeah, two-point game. Yeah. yeah, like they should have won that game by all all purposes. But, it, you know, there's something weird happened in that game. Really, they've won a ton of games in a row. Atlanta is really, really good. That's at the bottom line for me is that they're really good. They're playing at home. They're going to play fast. I think they come out and they come out and put up some points. And then 
uh, Green Bay's secondary is just de- like depleted yeah. down to the bone, and they're not going to be able to stop Julio Jones and uh, Muhammad Sanu. And uh, they have one other good wide receiver right now. Uh, well, really Taylor, Gabriel, yeah, Taylor Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel is playing great. So, yeah, I expect I expect Atlanta to win actually pretty pretty handily. I have the Falcons in this game because... Oh, I thought you were going to go with keep on that Green Bay no, wagon. No, because... Hey, I was going to say, you've been riding this one, man. I have, but I think it comes down... I know it comes down for me in this talent. And I don't think you can bet against Aaron Rodgers. But Matt Ryan is the MVP of this league this year. There's there's one underrated factor you guys didn't put in. Wait, wait, wait. Let me oh, just say this, though. Okay, go ahead. He's got, he's got better receivers right now because, like Kevin said, Jordy Nelson is out. And... It, I, with Aaron Rodgers, I don't think it really matters with the receivers, but Atlanta has the receivers. Atlanta has the better rushing game. They've got two excellent running backs, and they like to line up Gabriel sometimes back there. In the regular season, they did. I just feel like their defense is better. Atlanta's an all-around better team on paper, and they're at home. Give me the Falcons. Uh, one underrated factor, the NFL headquarters is going to be sending in the signals to try to help the Packers. Because Packers, Packers, Steelers, and Packers, uh, Patriots, Patriots are marquee ratings yes. giants, and Atlanta does does nothing to move the needle. So I would not be surprised, you know, if there if a couple of shady calls come in. I mean, I'm willing <laughs> to put on my, coming back. I'm willing to put on my conspiracy hat. Like this, this could get this could get weird for sure. That's that's a good point. It could happen. All right, let's. Well, we're going to talk about one thing uh, in this last two minutes we have, and that's this logo. It is that LA Chargers logo that lasted for only like a week. They will never use this logo again. Are you, are you never talking even about the Dodgers logo? It's, Why does that Dodgers logo have a pennant hanging off the dude, end of it? Dude, it's literally like they said, hey, can you make that Dodgers logo look like a lightning bolt? That's exactly what they did. It doesn't look like a lightning bolt. It looks like either a bayonet attached to a letter L. It's exactly what it looks or like. Or it looks like uh, those crappy mini pennants that you get. Like, I went to Yosemite... Anyway, it's the shortest lived logo in sports history. Like, so what did people just didn't like it? No, people hated it. It's like the it's it like got a, booed at the Clippers it's game. A meme. It's a meme. Yeah, wow. they booed it at the Clippers game. Do you, I mean? Do you like it? I don't like it, but I just thought they might be booing the fact that they're getting the Chargers. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's like hey, you have the Rams. Uh, don't worry, we're gonna make it better. We're gonna give you the Chargers. That's just boo. If the Chargers can get healthy, I don't. I think they could surprise next year. Healthy uh, meaning three years younger. By the way, the top, f- uh, I think the top five high school stadiums in Texas are all bigger than the the stadium that the Chargers will play in next year. Yep. Which I have been in that stadium twice to watch LA Galaxy games, and it's a nice stadium, but it's tiny. What is that like where they play the Rose Bowl? No, 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 that's, no they're not no. sharing with the Rams next year. No, no, it's, it's in Carson, California. It's the StubHub Center. It's, it's like twenty three thousand seats. It's or where something the like that? L A Galaxy? No, it's like thirty. It's like thirty flat. That's uh, very, but it's very small. Um, and I don't understand, like, just the layout of it. I don't know how many how for locals. This place is like the size of Key Arena by seating. Yeah, and it, I mean, I I like the stadium. Like I said, it's a it's nice, very intimate. It's a nice man. stadium. It, it'd be a cool stadium to see a football game in. But man, that's rough for people who really want to see the team. The good thing is, no one in L A gives a shit about football. So that actually might help them because they only have to fill half as much of a stadium. That's <laughs> crazy. Like I don't understand why you wouldn't just play the t- play the team in San Diego yet another season. Nah, because they, they're done. They, and yeah, yeah. I, mean, like, I know duck, why. And but... lame duck seasons, like they never turn out good. Like no. that last Sonic season, that was awful. This that was, was just... a lame duck season in San Diego, though. I mean, 
there was they were holding no, still on. Still negotiation. Yeah, they were yeah, still trying. Just, they were still trying to extort a stadium. I guess it just. I remember last year, uh, up to the end of the 2015 season. You know, they took the la- a lap around the field, and, and and another thing too. Okay, Chargers fans, you're like, I I see you out there burning your jerseys and stuff. Yes, the Nathan, team. Yes, yes, the yes. team moved like an hour away, an if hour you, and a half the, north. The owner sucks, but if you really want to be a Chargers fan, still, it's not that hard. It's to be like if the Seahawks moved to Vancouver, BC, or say the Sonics. Like, I'd be mad. But I, I probably would still be a Sonics fan, to be honest with you, as long until, especially if the ownership group changes. So maybe what I'm saying is, hate this, hate the Chargers until their owner leaves, and then go right back to them, man. They're only an hour away. Like, yeah, it's, it's you. You said Vancouver. It's, I'd say it's more like Portland or Vancouver, Washington. It's, it's ridiculously right. close. That's not, not a long drive. It's, it's not, not that bad. Yeah, good point, Nathan. I love All right. It. Well, we're out of time. So uh, join us next week for our Super Bowl picks. Uh, Kevin predicting right here, Pittsburgh versus Atlanta. And then me and Eric both have New England versus Atlanta. See you later.